get ready to ride Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky Press conferences are almost back, but we're back today, one day before the Broncos hold their Mm pre-draft press conference. Henry Chisholm, joined by Zach Stevens, here to break down the draft, which is eight days away. And like I said, Henry, tomorrow we finally, finally finally get to talk to someone with the Broncos organization bit about a month since they've spoke and tomorrow we get the Peyton combo George yep. Peyton Sean Peyton will be talking and so we got a little programming note tomorrow we're going to be going live just after the press conference we're going to mm-hmm. be going live at 12:45 so you're not going to want to miss that show where we either get a lot of information tomorrow or none maybe they say that you know they're working on some trades to move up to move down for players, uh, something like that. I wouldn't be surprised. Sean Payton's a guy where he likes to talk. He, he likes he to say like to things. Uh, just like just like John Elway. Those press conferences are, are always interesting, so stay tuned to that. And first, our presenting sponsor, shout out to them, DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook mm-hmm. to get all the deals they've got going on. So, Henry, we're a virtual press conference tomorrow yes so we go in on our computers and put our like little hand raise button on like we're in second grade and have to get called on in order to ask a question if your hand gets called on what's the question oh i was gonna go through Uh, all these tonight you're you're toast you're Um, toast already because the thing about these these virtual press conferences they suck by the way yeah for us no one wants to hear about us complain so i'll keep it to that uh but you don't know that you're getting a question until you're exactly. hand, until it says on the screen you're unmuted yep and then you're supposed to ask the question exactly and so that's going to be henry's question no uh, no 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 <laughs> i'll have a whole list tonight that's true um, you also have to have the list exactly because you yeah because you don't know whether there's going to be six people in front of you and you're asking yep. question number seven so question <laughs> yep. number seven better yep. be a good yep. one yeah um i guess the big question is just the are do you want to trade up do you want to trade down like yeah. that's that's kind of where you start to me because I feel like that's the big talking point at this point because you don't have a first-round pick or a second-round pick. You don't have a second-round pick next year either, so are you really willing to trade up? Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, do, do you want to move around? Like, the back-to-back picks is an interesting position to be in. Yeah, it, it, that, that's exactly kind of where mm-hmm. I would go as well. So hopefully you have question number eight and I have question yeah. number seven so yep. I can get that one in before you. Uh, but I think it would just be about uh, exactly moving around. Mm-hmm. Uh, how... Do they do they want to move around? Do they want to acquire more picks, or are they just kind of considering this year, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a wash year, like we like we mentioned yesterday? Uh, can you would they consider moving future picks? Is it players that they would do? Mm-hmm. How do they approach this draft? Because Henry Broncos have five picks in this draft. That's the fewest I believe they've ever had. They've never had to wait till the mm-hmm. third round in order to have their first pick in the draft. So if you're ever going to give a team an excuse and give a general manager an excuse and give an organization an excuse for a draft going into it. I mean, it really is this year because the Broncos first round pick this year 
is Russell Wilson. The Broncos' second first-round pick this year yep. is Sean Payton. The Broncos' second-round pick this year is Russell Wilson yep. again. So that's why you really hope for a big increase from the quarterback position play this year, not yep. just because the first and second round picks are Russell Wilson, but also because your other first round pick who you traded for Bradley Chubb, got that first round pick mm -hmm. is your head coach. Who's here to help the quarterback a ton. So yep. in terms of the actual picks that will be coming here, do the Broncos just get a pass for a week draft right off the top? I don't know if we call it a pass, but I think it's the expectation. You know, I don't think anybody's expecting to come out of this draft saying, wow, can you believe what the Broncos did? That's incredible. I think it's it's going to be something that people in Denver talk about. Like the, the radio shows will talk about it Monday morning and then back to Nuggets and Avs. Like it, it's not <laughs> yeah. the type of thing that's going to steal a bunch of headlines, which is sad, Very but it's true. the position they put themselves in. Yep. And if Sean Payton and Russell Wilson work out, that's just fine. Man, that's the thing, Henry, is we would be saying if Russell Wilson played like the Russell Wilson yep. we thought the Broncos were getting, right now we would be saying the Broncos draft grade mm -hmm. is an A. For a draft yeah. that hasn't even happened yet yep. because they got their franchise quarterback. And you know what? That would make any third-round pick better, any fourth-round pick better. Mm -hmm. uh, but because he didn't live up to that, uh, you probably actually go into this draft saying there's no way the Broncos can get an A in this draft when yep. the their first and their second-round picks so far have done – it doesn't look very good right now. Yeah, definitely. And – I don't know. When I go through the grades, I'm not going to think about where your picks are and that sort of stuff. It's just what you do with what you have at this point. Wait, so that it's going to be tough for the Broncos then, right? To get a good grade? I if mean, you're not giving them the excuses of no first or second round pick? I think that you're pretty much locked into like the C plus B minus range because right. it's, it's really tough to hit a home run with any of these picks. It's yep. also yep, yep. really tough to be that disappointing, you know? That's a good point. Like, there's unless they go out there and draft a punter in the fourth round, right? Right. Just gonna be right. like, yeah. I mean, these are guys who kind of were supposed to go around here. There's no position that you look at and say, wait, you just drafted a guy there. How could you do that? Like, just about anything kind of makes sense. So it's a, a great point. You could probably give out that draft grade today. And what are you giving it? It's a B minus, C plus. There you go. Yeah. The Broncos draft grade <laughs> eight days before the draft. B minus C plus, but Henry, sure. I, mean, I think it's pretty damn good logic. Yeah, just right there at average. Yep, I think I think it's really good, and you're probably spot on with that. But maybe there are some ways mm -hmm. to raise it to a B, a B plus. Yep. Maybe by landing specific players, but I think more so when you look at this draft, it would be about landing ideal positions. Yep. at the right time getting a good position at 67 getting maybe a value position with the broncos sixth round pick so let's actually do a little bit of a mock draft as as maybe we'll mm -hmm. call it of positions how we would ideally like to see the broncos draft play out whether it's ideal because they get five certain positions whether it's ideal because they get x position with number 67 their first pick so let's go through this let's build a little position draft board here with the picks the broncos have and henry let's just stick to these picks right now let's not do any trading right yep. now and then maybe after we can go back and say was it better to trade out did we like this mm -hmm. should they trade it up back what should they have done so henry after 67 picks of Roger Goodell, or after 66 picks of mm -hmm. Roger Goodell getting up on the podium and saying every team but the Broncos and the 49ers, because they don't have a pick till what, 99 or something. But yep. he says 30 other teams' names. Finally, 
the Denver Broncos are on the clock. And with the 67th pick in the Den- in, in the NFL draft, the Denver Broncos select? That's a center. Ah. That's a center to me. I think there's a couple different ways you could go here, but it just makes too much sense. Like, you've got one hole. You've invested so much in that offensive line. That's the only position on the roster where I think a third rounder probably is your starter. And with all those things kind of working together, just take a center there. Yep. And Henry, I'm we have not talked about this. I'm no. hoping we have some disagreements. Yep, if we we'll don't see. if we don't have disagreements though, maybe it's just that obvious of how maybe. this draft should unfold. But for the first one, we're gonna agree. I, I'm going center as well. Yep. You hit it right on the head. Broncos have a massive gaping hole at the center of their yep. offensive line. Lloyd Cushenberry, I guess, could be that guy. Uh yeah, here, you plugged in. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know just what started uh, laughing. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what the laugh was about. Was it about this show? Oh, geez, yeah. what a, a massive gaping hole. Why did that make you laugh? What is? <laughs> we can move along. <laughs> the time it took you to say the Broncos offense between that line just made me laugh. It's uh, like, wow, I'm gonna have to go back. I, yeah, I maybe. Think I, I think I missed something. Maybe not. Uh, wow, maybe not. Um, <laughs> so. Um, we're both going center here and, uh, I want people in the comment section who are tuning in live on YouTube chat kind of popping off right now. Let us know what you think. We've already got some answers. Jared also agreeing us with us that it was center. What, what else would it be if it, if it wasn't center? The good thing is if it's not center or you disagree with it, there's another pick right (laughs) right then. So it really doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. uh, with these two picks, if it's center, if it's something else, because they're back-to-back. Unless you're trading it, yep. no one's going to get your guy. Pretty funny that Dalton Reisner went ahead of Drew Locke, yep. especially like if Drew would have panned out, it would have been like, mm-hmm. man, they picked a guard over a quarterback, but in reality, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Uh, but Broncos have a very similar position here in terms of, uh, what, probably a couple, 10, 000, t- tens of thousands of dollars difference exactly. between this pick? And that's the thing, though, is you can decide <laughs> who you give that money to. Yep, yep, and when yep. you're talking about the top of the second round, I wonder how much more Dalton Reisner made than Drew Locke because they chose them in that order. That's such a good question. Like, yeah. probably when you just look at spotrack.com, yeah. it's probably minimal in terms of, you know, it's just a mm-hmm. decimal point. But we're talking like $100,000. That's a lot of money to it me. It is. It's definitely a lot. <laughs> um, are you looking that up right now? Yeah, I am. Man, that's that's fascinating. Does John or do, does Drew give John a little shit for that after after <sighs> drafting him? Maybe he was waiting he until have. to like become the guy, and then he yeah. never got to become the exactly. guy. So yeah, I wouldn't be giving shit to the GM <laughs> right after being drafted. Yeah, probably not. It's all right to be scared of him. Yeah, it's it's true, uh, especially when it's when it's John Elway. Jared also in the comments saying potentially edge. Um, Ty Rose saying just draft best player available, and you know what we, we posted should this. Um, what just say like this is assuming right. that. It's yep, all yep, equal. Yep. The Exi- best players, all the same. Man, and I said this yesterday, Henry, but mm-hmm. people on Twitter can Oof. just be more brutal <laughs> than people who, like, it feels like you're actually having a conversation mm-hmm. with, a.k.a. people in this chat, people in our community. But um, we posted this on DNVR mm-hmm. Broncos Twitter. Ideally, which position should the Broncos draft with their first one? A lot of good comments. And then someone saying, what a stupid question. You have to draft best available. <laughs> We're assuming. Pretend it's a tie. It, exactly. <laughs> that That's what we're kind of saying. Ideally, how should this draft unfold? Yeah. And then at the end of this, we're going to say, 
okay, did the Broncos, did we screw the Broncos out of not drafting X position or does it flow okay? So mm -hmm. there is a reason for doing this, but I agree. If there's an incredible defensive lineman there yep. and the centers suck, well, then you're not going to be taking a center Definitely. with 67. So we're just assuming all things are equal. Did you pull up those numbers? Uh, Dalton got uh, $132,000. Yeah, $132,000 more. In uh, like year one? Total. Throughout the four-year yep. contract? Okay. So, yeah, $35,000 a year? Yeah. I mean, to me, that's a lot of money. That's to a me, lot of money. How much are they making? A couple mil? Well, Dalton, not much at the moment. Uh, that's, that's very true. <laughs> Drew. Yeah. Drew making $4 million this year. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah. Dalton was at 7.1 over four years. Okay. So, so I mean, $130,000 over $7 million? Probably not that much. Not did, did that it? much. It'd be nice, though. It would. It'd be it's, nice. It certainly would, especially, I guess, when you don't have a job right now. Exactly. Um, okay, so... The next pick, 67. Broncos mm -hmm. are still on the clock. Roger Goodell yep. can just stay right up there at the podium. What yeah. Are I'm going running back here. Ooh, I I'm like I'm going that. running back. I like it. I think that there's a few other positions you could go to. We'll get to those soon, but this is another spot where you could find somebody who could play a lot. The difference between a third-round running back and fourth-round running back is massive. There's a real chance that there's two running backs off the board at this point. There's probably yeah. three. But there's a real chance that it's only two. And so... You can get the third best running back. And you just look at the guys who are there. This is a good time to plug. I've got... It's going to be like 10 or 11 running backs the Broncos could draft. Love that's it. coming out tonight. So Love read it. that. Love but it. But there's, there's a lot of good backs. And that's a spot where I'd pick one that fits well instead of waiting. Man, that is so tempting if the third yeah. best running back is available at mm -hmm. 68 because you're not just getting a guy that can help out Samaje, help out Javante. Yep. You're potentially getting your next guy and yep. a guy that would be the number one with Samaje being the number two if Javante Williams isn't healthy. Yep. Henry, if they go running back at 68, that tells me not only is Javante not going to be ready to start the season, which wouldn't surprise yep. me at all. That tells me that they're kind of thinking Javante may never be that mm -hmm. guy again, which would just be brutal if that's the world they're living in, though, they shouldn't be afraid to tell the public that. Like, they, they shouldn't be afraid to tell the public that by making a pick here. That would be um, the brutal reality, but that was mm -hmm. something that they'd have to deal with. But for me, I'm just going to, I'm going to hope, I'm going to hope and cross my fingers that Javante is okay enough mm -hmm. for the long-term future that they don't have to take a running back here. And I'm torn, but I'm going to stick within the trenches. I'm going to go offensive tackle. So back-to-back mm -hmm. -back offensive line picks. And this one, for this year, kind of stinks because it's like, oh, your second pick in the draft yeah. isn't going to start. You're hoping they never see the field this year. But you can get a lot of money. You can save a lot of money for moving on from Garrett Bowles. Yep. Uh, after this season, there were some rumors that Bowles was maybe being shopped. Obviously, that hasn't happened yet. Um, but you get your future left tackle in the third round of of this draft, yep. I would just love that. And the reason that he falls to the third round is because he's not ready to start this year. He needs a year to develop. That's perfect for me. Then I don't have to worry about this position next year in the first round. Uh, Broncos don't have a pick in the second round, so I don't have to force that next year. This would be great. And then also, you're with those two picks, you're showing up your offensive line this year with center mm -hmm. and for the future with that left tackle, offensive tackle. Um, and then also... Right now, the Broncos don't have a swing tackle. 
So yep. he also would have a role this year, just kind of stings being your second pick in the draft yep. and, and you're discounting as a backup. But if you found a value guy there that just needs some time to develop, then I really, really like that pick. Yeah, that'd be solid. That'd be really solid. Um, well, I think they saved $16 million moving on from Garrett Bowles next year. Yeah. So that's a big number. And that basically means you need your tackle to be able to play within $16 million of Garrett Bowles. There's a chance if you draft him in the third round. Yeah, there, There's a real chance that that happens. So that's not a bad pick at all. Really quick, does that say defensive tackle you here? Offensive tackle. I just couldn't see if that... <laughs> It kind of looks like DEF yeah, from can't back trust here. Him. Man, I thought I had good vision, but I, I maybe I don't. Um, mm-hmm. I make things purposely small to test Zach every time. Yeah, you wow. really do. You're making my job difficult. Yeah, here it's not. The, the comment Boo-hoo. section gives me enough crap anyways. What? Boo-hoo. 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 Wow. Boo-hoo. Did you just drop a boo-hoo on the feed too? Wow. Wow. Um, okay. Our two third-round picks, center running back, center offensive tackle, both on the offensive mm-hmm. side of the ball. With pick 108 in the fourth round, Henry, Broncos going offense again? No. This is safety. Um, and I thought about taking a safety in the third. I think that you could easily justify it. Um, because Caden Stearns, good when he plays, missed a lot of time last season. And even if he does play... Having three safeties is nice. Yeah. And PJ Locke made a couple plays and is on the field. I think his pro football focus grade was something insane because he wasn't out there much. But <laughs> did he have like the f- forced fumble? Um. Yep. At the uh, which game was that? Was it? Was it not the Forty uh, Nine? I think game? it was Forty Nine because it was definitely yeah, at a the night very game. End, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you make a couple game winning plays and all of a sudden you're way up there. Yep. And he's he's a good player. He's a good special teams guy. That sort of stuff. But I do think it's possible to upgrade. And, again, we don't know what we're going to get as Caden Stearns this year. Yeah. So having another guy there probably makes sense. I would, you know, we talked about Antonio Johnson a couple days ago. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's the exact prospect I'd go after, but somebody who does have some slot versatility, maybe even just somebody who you think could play corner straight up. You know, you're, you're kind of asking to get stuck in that tweener spot, but if there was a player like that, I would lean that way. Because, honestly, you could justify cornerback as well. Yep, yep, you certainly could. You could go so many different routes here. Mm -hmm. I can't ignore running back anymore, though. I mean, you weren't far off by taking a running back in the third, but I do think if you wait until the fourth round, I think that gives you a little bit of hope that Javante's long-term future is going to be okay, but also a fourth-round running back is a guy that could come in and be your number one potentially from the start. Um, and I think that running back is a position that you can find on day three that can that has a higher chance of turning out to, to be a day one player, maybe not mm. started, but day one player, than maybe any other position that you draft in the fourth round, potentially. I think it's maybe. up there at least. Um, so I'm going running back here. If he's not a day one starter, that's okay. But I think mm-hmm. a, a day, uh, a, a day three running back, especially early on with that fourth round pick, can be a good complement mm-hmm. to Samaj P. Ryan. Fifth round now. And I mean, just on the running back a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, with Samaj P. Ryan's deal, they, they either pay him $4.5 million in 2024 or $1.5 if they cut him. So that's, that's a $3 million savings. That's yeah. pretty big. Yeah. So even if they do think Javante is probably going to be himself, it's just going to take a couple weeks at the start of the year. Even if they think he's going to be himself at the start of the year, there's no reason they couldn't take a running back here because yeah. I mean, you, you're you going to want somebody at some point whose contract extends past Javante's just that you have some sort of flexibility when that time comes. Yeah. You know, 
and and right now, really, really quick, um, obviously they have not signed Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray exactly. has taken a visit with the Bills. Latavius Murray may not be the best compliment to a Samaj AP Ryan. They're both yeah. similar and at least their 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 build mm-hmm. and kind of their style of running when they have the ball in, in the tackles. Um, but with the other player that they the other running back they signed this offseason, Tony Jones Jr. He has like yep. a handful of carries in yeah. his NFL career. Doesn't play much special teams either. Yeah, so I'm just have a tough time being sold that he's really your number two running back if Javante is not healthy. Definitely, like they just they need more numbers. They're going to draft a running back at some point. Yep. Question is just when, right. and I would guess it's pretty early. I would think so too. I I thought about going running back yeah. uh, at 68, and obviously, if you think about it, 68, you think about it, 67 <laughs> as well. Exactly. Uh, so you're not crazy for saying yeah. that they do it at 68. Yep. Even like if they traded up for Jameer Gibbs, uh, like if there's a world like I don't know. I I think if I had to if I had to set the line, I'd say he just picked it like forty one, oh, right man. around there. But if he winds up sliding down so to sixty, that's so tempting. I know that's that's you when it gets use really one tempting. of your third round picks next year and oh, one of your third round picks this year to get up in the second yep. to take him, and then you still have a third this year. Yep. Oh man. If he slips, it'd be tempting. I was I was trying to be responsible. I was trying to yeah. be George Payton today and mm-hmm. understand the value of Javante took and or he took Javante in the second and he traded up exactly to get Javante that's in responsible. the second too. Yep. Um, and then Jameer Gibbs too. Man, it's probably not good news for Javante's future if they trade up, especially a future yeah. third in they order to get him. They well, though. But that's the thing. Yeah, is they, they fit perfectly. Very well. And then you're, man, I'll get excited. Love that pick. It would be incredible. Henry, maybe that's how they go from a C plus, B minus. Totally. To an A. That's what I was saying is because I'd written that part in the story. I was like, yeah, that, oh, that's a one it. little thing, I but I wasn't going to spoil it. it. Yeah. It helps that he also... Uh, went to Alabama so, does it yeah, no yeah, you're kidding it does, it does. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> most catches for Alabama last year is that insane it is insane yeah it is really insane especially with a quarterback who's yeah. going to be the number one overall pick it's yes. not like he didn't have a quarterback that yep. wasn't throwing to wide receivers yep I'd be tempted there's huh. a couple of those guys like there's I mean I guess it makes sense that all the running backs they're kind of like second third even in the fourth or receiving backs yeah. just because those are the more valuable kind man jameer gibbs can can run between the mm-hmm. tackles like you said he's also yep. extremely dangerous out of the backfield as a receiver but to have javante in the future being javante williams who just yep. trucks people and then jameer gibbs who can do that but is just elusive yep. as can be especially with Sean Payton who wants to run imagine? the ball and who wants to kind of have this offense work through the running backs and what a great yes. weapon for Russell Wilson as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, also Russ is going to have to work on getting the ball out, mm-hmm. not getting sacked. He led the league yep. in sacks last year. The Broncos gave up the most sacks this year. What a perfect just safety net perfect. To, to have is just Amir Gibbs coming out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. So if Russ is about to get hit, he just dumps it to him. And on top of that, Sean Payton wants to have a lot of different options. Like he, he right. is the furthest thing from a single back coach. Like he's right. more likely to have three running backs right. that he gets in there. Right. And I mean, like the easy, uh, easy comp for it is just Javante has upgraded Mark Ingram and Jameer Gibbs. You're hoping is Alvin Kamara easy. And yep. those guys spent enough time on the field together to show that it works. And honestly, not just doing the easy comp. I actually think Jameer Gibbs comp is Alvin Kamara. So I mean, I mean exactly. I, yeah, so I think that makes a lot of sense. And then, you think, well, that's also who Sean Payton had and drafted exactly. at a similar spot is where we exactly. think Jameer Gibbs could go. My goodness. Yeah. I would that's love this. Gibbs is a first rounder. Yeah. Like there's some people who say he'll go late first. 
early second is yeah. probably my guess. Right. But if something crazy happens and he slips, the further he slips, the more tempting it's going to be because they're that's that's just a game changer. Jameer Gibbs is definitely, in my opinion, a, a first round talent. Maybe yeah. maybe somewhere in the twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen many many mock drafts where he is slipping oh, yeah. to the second Henry. So and so it's it's pretty crazy to say he slips to sixty seven. Yes. But that's why we're talking about it's a trade up in order to get him. Yep. And and the big thing is just going to be B. John Robinson. Because he's right. like one of the three best players in the draft. Right. But how high can you justify taking a running back? Right. Like 10 is probably the earliest, at least from what I've seen. If he winds up slipping down into the 20s, yeah. that's where that, that nobody even considers Jameer Gibbs until B. John Robinson's off the board. Correct. So the farther he falls, that makes, that makes uh, Gibbs slip even further. It's just tough that he's a clear number two. Right. Like Devon A Kane or A Chain, however you say that, is probably number three, but he's he's behind him. So right. it'd be really surprising to see somebody take A Chain in front of him. It, that that would be crazy. And just it would be. Sim, uh, Gibbs is great, mm-hmm. but it would also just be shocking if he went ahead of Bijan. Yes, like there's That's, a clear I mean, yeah. one and two in this draft. It's like and then a big gap till three. It's kind of like Saquon and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. As much as I hate to give him the bust comp. Was, that's was Clyde kind of, the second running back taken? No, that wasn't the same oh, draft. Okay. Oh, but just right, in terms right. of prospects. Right, right, like, right, right. Like, you're right. looking at the super elite does everything, and then, like, the receiving oh, third down. Don't do that Well, I feel Jameer. bad. Like, but, that, I mean, that's, that's a negative we're talking thing. about, like, that's late. That's a negative thing it you said is. about the Chiefs, Henry. But it's Good a, job. Well, there no, we go. He's Can we get bust. some claps for him, you hear? Oh, no, no claps. Okay. They do similar things, though. And we're supposed to be drafting about the same spot. Both SEC running backs. Oh, yeah. Quarterbacks <laughs> just wanted to check the ball down to him. Yeah. Boy, now you're not selling me on Jameer Gibbs. I, I mean, <laughs> there's not, bust there, too. Clyde Edwards. Who's away, another? Uh, uh, I know. Th- oh, like Trent Richardson. Could also give uh, the Trent Richardson comp to uh, to Bijan Robinson if we wanted to. Because there's bust way up at the top, too. I mean, was, wasn't he the third pick in the draft yeah, exactly and you're saying the Bijan could be the third best player in the draft probably yeah there you go <laughs> there's con- they've busts everywhere there we go there there's the high ceiling low floor hey j- we did that to uh bj yesterday yeah bj ojalari somewhere um, between nick benito and bond miller <laughs> exactly how could we be more clear <laughs> exactly uh okay henry fifth round pick number 139 138 where are you going <sighs> This is another tough one because there's a couple different options. I'm going cornerback here. Mm. You know, fifth round is probably too late to get somebody who can play this year. Or that's not true, that you expect to play this year. Right. No, I agree. I mean, last year, you had Tariq Woolen go right there. And Tariq Woolen goes right there. That's a steal. Um, but he wasn't fifth. I think he was fifth. I thought he was second. No, definitely not. You sure he was sure. the second or third? I think he was second or third round. Fifth round. No way. Yeah, he was oh fifth round. Oh, my God. Yeah, pick wow. 153. But, yeah, so, Woo. I mean, you could find a stud there. I mean, even Damari was, what, fourth round, right? Was he third, fourth? Um, Damari was fourth. Fourth? Yeah. So there you go. Maybe you wind up with another Damari Mathis, and that's yep. great, too. Yep. Um, This would be – It's. I don't love this pick. I'll just say that because okay. I feel like what you need right now is probably just a veteran. Unless you do take somebody with one of the third round picks and say, like, this is somebody who could play this year. You probably just need a veteran to patch that room up. This is a little bit risky because if you say you do need somebody to take over for Damari, 
Now you're throwing the fifth round rookie in there. You right, expect that right, to work? Right, no. So no. I don't love it, but that is another position where if you hit on this guy, Kwan Williams' contract expires. There's your three. There's Pat Sertan, Damari Mathis, Mathis, whoever this is. And if you don't love it, if you want to go get a slot guy, bring back Kwan for another year for two million bucks. There's no reason you can't. And then all of a sudden you have four guys you trust, which is just a nice stable position to be in. Mm -hmm. I think you have made a great point about cornerback, probably a veteran, because you have probably. that young guy in Damari. And if he doesn't work out, then you get someone who who you can trust in there. And that's why I'm not going secondary. And I'm probably not going secondary this entire draft. Oh, and wow. this is when we start to veer quite a bit, Henry, because hmm. I'm going trenches again. I'm going defensive line. Probably not going to get a starter here, but if you can get a rotational player yep. as a rookie here to push any to be that starter, to, to be a backup to any and kind of rotate there, man, you're feeling really good. The Broncos still have kind of an opening at defensive line. I considered going here uh, with the second pick in the draft. At mm -hmm. offense, instead of going offensive tackle, going defensive line, I just really, really wanted to give as much resources to the offensive line as possible. But outside of running back, I mean, I'm sticking in the trenches here, and I think defensive line would be a good pick here. I also think you could defensive line's kind of a valuable, especially when we're talking like defensive tackle, mm -hmm. nose tackle. These are positions that you can get a little more value later in the draft. So I think you can get yep. a good player here. Not necessarily a day one starter by any mm -hmm. means, but I think you can get a guy that's going to come in and uh, potentially have a, a rotational role this year. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I'll just say mine. That's where I'm going with okay. my uh, my sixth round pick. Um, again, I, it's another one where you need to just add somebody to that room who can play. Yeah. And I'm not sure if a rookie's the right way to do it. Um, if Again, if you do it in the third round, then I do think that that's the way to do it. But in this case, the way I look at it is Matt Henningsen's part of the rotation. He showed enough. We expect him to be able to play this season. And... You need either this guy or any Uzurike to also be in the rotation, kind of be that last guy in the rotation. And so it's kind of an insurance pick in that way. Um, but yeah, I, I, I guess I would also be looking for somebody with some pass rush ability. Like if you're go if you're taking a sixth round defensive lineman, get somebody with some tools with some upside, and that might mean he's less likely to be productive this year. Right. Right. Take the gamble, see what happens. Right. Probably a lower floor, higher ceiling yep. is what you're doing by going yep. after a pass rusher specifically, Definitely. as opposed to a 350-pound nose tackle exactly. that's just going to stuff the middle. That guy probably has a lower ceiling, but also a higher floor. Definitely. Um, and also, when, when I'm saying defensive line, I'm kind of thinking more defensive end than I am nose okay. tackle specifically. So I, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, and my final pick in the draft is something that I want to see but the Broncos don't have to prioritize it for me uh, in order to do this. But until you have your quarterback situation completely figured out, mm -hmm. you should probably be drafting a quarterback in every single draft. So I'm going quarterback here with the sixth round pick. This one is certainly a luxury. Mm -hmm. But again, if you don't have the quarterback position figured out, might as well take a flyer. Now, this mm -hmm. one kind of stinks because it's one of your five picks exactly and you're guaranteeing for the most part that this guy's going to be the third guy on your depth chart at the mm -hmm. position he's going to be bottom there but again what if one of these guys falls hendon hooker is not going to fall to the sixth round i'm not i'm not going to kid myself no. with that um uh but uh thompson robinson out of ucla 
if he falls now, a lot of people, especially Dre, really buying his yep. stock, thinking he's going to go in the second or the third round. Dre thinks uh, a similar comp to him, not necessarily in exactly how they play, but his trajectory is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts just got $255 million and took his team to the Super Bowl last year and was in the MVP conversation. So, uh, of course, if you think he's that, Mm -hmm. then he's going in the first round. Um, But if if a guy like that falls because he's a smaller guy, Mm -hmm. people are worried about his stature because he's certainly not Jalen Hurts benching or or squatting 700 pounds at Alabama. Also, no Heismans. Just throw that one in there. Yep, very true. Uh, No... College football playoff no. appearances, no national championship yeah. appearances, no national championship rings no. like Jalen Hurts as well. Um, but let's just say a guy like him or a guy with some upside uh, mm-hmm. or honestly, a Taysom Hill guy who has mm-hmm. the quarterback title to him. Get Sean Payton his guy. The Broncos did that in free agency mm-hmm. by going after Jarrett Stidham. That's clearly Sean Payton's kind of project guy. Go and get one more, whether it's Taysom Hill mm-hmm. form, whether it's just a talented guy. Um, Sean Payton is obviously clearly not sold on Russell Wilson. So I would like to see them go after a quarterback at some point in this draft. Maybe it happens um, with the trade back or something like that. Maybe you use that sixth to pick up two sevenths and then you use mm-hmm. one of them on a quarterback. But I do want to see a quarterback brought in here. And Henry, there's kind of some interesting things when I go through this and when I was thinking about this and we just went through this that I want to dive in some takeaways from going through this after I tell you about our friends over Mm -hmm. at game time the nuggets are back on the court tonight you want to go to the game check out our friends over at game time the awesome thing with game time is games can sneak up on you especially when I think there's seven straight days of nuggets abs nuggets Mm -hmm. abs nuggets abs uh games can sneak up on you But the longer you wait, the actual better it is in terms of getting in at a discount. If you want to go to tonight's game but don't have tickets, you're you're not out of luck. You check out our friends over at Game Time. You can get some tickets there at a very reasonable price. You want to go to the Avs game tomorrow because they're back. Try to rebound after last night. You can go to Game Time and use that promo code DNVR. When you sign up using their app, they're going to give you $20 off your first order. So, you can get into a Nuggets game maybe for pretty affordable, especially $20 Probably. off. So check them out. Game time. Click the link in our description and use that promo code DNVR. And also check out our friends over at Pins and Aces. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of really cool golf gear. Um, it's tough to explain. Like, there's no way to say, like, it's just, like, really cool stuff. It's, like, really... Because it's all just so different. And yeah. honestly, some of yeah. it's a little bit strange. But <laughs> golfers are really into that stuff, and I can't, I can't blame them. There's, like... I think we've talked about the head covers before. Yeah. Um, so we can hit on some of these shirts. But there's like shirts with weed. Uh, yep, those are those. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. I was looking, I was like, is that what that is? And then I realized it was called paraphernalia. Yep. And I was like, yeah, 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 yep, yeah. that is definitely I think what it was that their is. 420 collection. Yes, I believe yep, that. Yep. There's also like flowers and palm trees, more like more typical weed stuff. Well, they're we got we hit on those. Oh, there's other okay, stuff okay, too. Both. Yes. Um this is the Yeti polo. It's a bunch of Yetis, golf carts, Yetis golf, and that sort of stuff. Uh, Alien Invasion. Again, I'm sure you can imagine what that one looks like. Um, But yeah, just a whole bunch of really cool stuff that you definitely cannot find anywhere else. They also have a little bit more simple clothing for for people like you potentially if you don't wear those um wow, also I'm just, just ve- regardless of what the designs are extremely comfortable yeah i mean you with golf you want something that that's yes. gonna that's gonna stretch with you they certainly do that definitely definitely they've got the jungle cat shirt 
<laughs> it's a jaguar. I'm not sure why I just commit to the <laughs> what the animal is, but yeah, I mean, it's just jungle cat sounds cooler. Yeah, it does sound cooler. Yeah. But it like I can look at that and say, yeah, that's a jaguar. I know that print. <laughs> and so yeah, so it's just like jaguar print everywhere. It's really cool stuff. Definitely go check it out, especially golf season just around the corner. And you can get 15% off your first order and get free shipping if you use the code DMVR at pinsandaces.com. P-I-N-S and A-C-E-S dot com. There you go. Good yep. spelling. Good Thank spelling, you. Henry. Um, and yes, when we were talking about weed, we weren't talking about Lloyd Cushenberry on no. shirts. Uh, we were talking about the other Cush. So yes. thanks for pointing that out, yes. Cody. Uh, you hit it spot on. And also, speaking of Cody... He's obviously the champion for asking us for thumbs up. So if you guys wouldn't yes. mind hitting us with a thumbs up. We're in a downtime right now. Obviously, mm -hmm. Broncos shutting everything off. We're going to be back big time tomorrow with, with some real news coming out of the Broncos press conference. But if you guys wouldn't mind dropping us a like right now, really helps us out. Uh, subscribe to our channel on mm -hmm. podcasts. Hit us with that subscribe. Uh, also hit us with a five-star review. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, and we just love everyone who's participating in the comments as well. Because, again, these comments can be a lot better than comments online. So we <laughs> love you guys for, for tuning in. But, Henry. Uh, people are going to be pissed about this graphic. You think so? I mean, what? they're pissed about everything. We won't deserve it. <laughs> what? But they're going to be. It's just going to be the best player available thing. Can, can, uh, that's very. I'm, yeah. There's going to be a lot of that. When we tweet this out, we're going to put in all caps something like, Assuming all players are best available, and there's still <laughs> going to be people that, that yeah. are mean. Uh, but you're here. Can we look at that graphic? What are people going to hate about it? I think people will like. <sighs> people may not like how running back is one word. Um, they definitely will not. Yeah, the, they'll definitely get after you here for that, as they should. Um, he's not even listening to <laughs> us right now. Yes, that's yes, great. Yes. That's that's classic. Uh, running running back, back is two words. <laughs> running back. <laughs> running back. <laughs> um. Uh, you say running back doesn't make it one word. That's what you did, running back. Yeah, you running have back. You just say running back. You don't say ru it's running back, not hey, running see, back. No, yeah. you said it you with the space. Is yeah, one word. But you wrote running back. <laughs> yeah, when you say you say running back, that's all you gotta say. Running back is different from running back. You see what I mean? <laughs> running back has a space. So, running back does not have a space. So confused right now. I, you don't understand. I'll talk to you after the show. All <laughs> we're asking for is a space in between the word running and back on the graphic. You should get rid of the one between <laughs> offensive and tackle. Running back. No, no. <laughs> the position is right. It's two words. No, I am right. so I'm confused with what is going it's on. It's more about how you're saying it. Just because you say running back really quick, it doesn't make it one word. Saying <laughs> running back <laughs> together, that's how it says one no, word. No, because right next to it is offensive tackle. Then next to that is running back. You've been saying running back, not running back. Um, oh, you're saying you're spelling it the way Hank says it. Exactly. Oh, so this is oh. a very nuanced shot at you. Wow. Wow. Offensive tackle. This was a deep one. This was a deep cut. That, We're giving him credit, a lot of but credit. But that's what I'm saying. That, did Zach say okay. fast too when he yeah, told did, you to finish? Did I say that? running back fast? Yes. I feel like I don't. No, you guys say running back. You guys say running back. You guys don't say running back. Oh, There's wow. There's a difference. Oh. I guess you got to tune into the show to understand why running back is one word then. Well, we're getting flamed for that part People too. People will hate us on <laughs> yeah. Twitter for that. Um, so I don't think they'll hate us for center. I think mm -hmm. that's fine. They might go after me for quarterback. But again, come on. I'm using <sighs> our, the sixth round pick. Um, my problem isn't the pick, it's the roster spot. Keeping three on the roster is the tough part for me. It's fair. If, if it was like Josh Johnson instead of Jarrett Sidham, and I was like, well, have fun on the practice squad, Josh. Right, That's right, fine. Right. Or even like a seventh round pick, if you want to try it, 
and try to sneak him onto the practice squad. Yeah. But the, it's the roster spot that scares me more. And I don't hate it. But. To me, why I don't mind that is because the Broncos don't have the starting spot completely figured out. So if yeah. you don't, then I'm okay using three. Yeah. But if you have your starter and you have your backup, then it doesn't make sense to just carry a third. Yeah. But the Broncos don't have that right now, in my opinion. The odds of a sixth-round pick getting an opportunity this year seems slim, though. Yeah. Like when you have that's Stidham. Fair. That's fair. Probably the odds of a sixth-round pick at 80% of positions are pretty thin anyways. So that's eh. why I'm okay going with uh, with a quarterback. Um, running back, I think, as ah, you yes. hear, has fixed it, too. Um, people might say that's just a little too early, but otherwise, I, I, th- I think people will be okay with this. Mm-hmm. But when I look at this, man, would it be nice to have a defensive line? I th- I, you you kind of mentioned it yesterday, Henry, mm-hmm. of the two third-round picks and the fourth-round pick being positions that you can kind of cross your fingers at and say, I want some production out of these guys. And with crossing your fingers and hoping mm-hmm. – you can you can be kind of realistic about getting some production out of those fifth round pick. It's a little tougher to count on yep. those guys and really hope for those guys to be productive this year. But I really want those top four guys to be productive on the team this year. So it does make the opportunity of taking a pick, taking 67, making that a pick, and then trading that third back into two fourths and creating two fourth round picks out of that third and then you can convince yourself that you just you just opened your draft up from potentially getting three guys that can compete this year to now four guys that can compete. If you hit on half of them, mm-hmm. well, you feel pretty good about that if you're getting two guys from this class, especially not having a pick till the third. So I actually take a little bit of George Payton philosophy here, and I could understand why they would trade back if, if they're able to accumulate two fourth-round picks. But then during this process of us doing it, I kind of liked the way my board turned out. And yeah. then during the process, you convinced me that we could trade up and, and get a second round pick <laughs> and get Jameer Gibbs. So uh, I don't think the Broncos just, I don't think you can look at the the draft and say, man, if they trade up, it's a bad move. If they trade back, it's a bad move. I do think that there's many ways that the Broncos can be successful in this draft, which I don't always feel. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like, oh man, if they move out of that first round pick, it's going to be really bad or something like that. Yep. Did we just have a car accident behind us? That's what it kind of sounded like. <laughs> um, just looking at this quickly, it looks like there were nine players who were starters who were drafted in the fourth last year, which okay. is more than I would have expected. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's calculated. I just guess it means started more games than not. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Or yeah. Mo- most at that position for yeah. that team, but nine. Fifth round, there's two. There you go. Yep. With there you Tariq go. That's Wollen exactly one why you kind of drew the line at fourth and fifth. Exactly. And then third, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Also, okay. I feel like that was a weird year for fourth. Like nine. Oh, I guess one's a kicker, which is crazy. One's a punter. Kickers count. So there's two punters. They count. yeah okay. <laughs> so like seven on kicker and punter, but I don't but know. look at that drop off. Nine Definitely. in the third, seven in the fourth, two in the fifth. Yeah, like you, so. There you go. Yeah, third and fourth, you can get. And, and I'm not even asking for starters. I'm just really asking exactly. for, uh, um, for for productive players. Mm-hmm. Mm, Deuce Vaughn is in the chat. It's a weird one like because I'm writing about the running backs, and I haven't decided whether to include them or not. Like I feel like I have to just because Ryan will be pissed if Whoa, I don't. Oh, why would you not include it? I like Deuce because, Vaughn too. Well, yeah, but like CBS Sports just dropped their mock draft. He's undrafted in that one. No. Yeah. Like he's wow. not. Wow. He's not like... 
if they draft him, it's gonna like it could be him or one of ten other guys on day four or day three. Sorry, man. So wait, I have running back as my fourth round pick. Yep. I would like if it was Deuce. I would like it if it was Deuce Vaughn. Wow. Yep. He's too small. Yeah, I, would, I would love He's it. He's too small. And Darren Sproles. Talk to yeah, Darren it's Sproles about once. being too small. It's happened with once. Sean Payton. Oh, no, oh, I guess not. I with, thought, oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say Sean Payton's short. And I was like, wait, what does that no. have to do with anything? <laughs> no, I mean, just because it's happened before does not mean it's a good plan. It's true. Like, how, how many? I also don't just like saying because a guy's short, you can't draft him. I'll say because one guy's short and the other, I'm taking the other. Mm, but like, Deuce Vaughn just brings something else. I mean, there's a lot of fast running backs. There's a lot of guys who can run. Man, if Deuce Vaughn, if the Broncos haven't drafted a running mm-hmm. back and Deuce Vaughn's there in the sixth. Sure. No, oh, I'm, my I'm in. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'd love that. Even if they have drafted, oh, they still have any picks. I agree. Like, uh, it's just yeah, so that hard would be tough. To... It, uh, 40% of your draft is running backs. <sighs> but you get, like, would make sense for the running back position to go get two yeah. guys. Because then all of a sudden you have Man, your that would be bad news rotational. That probably would be. But again, I mean, that just means you're carrying four into the season. And so you're cutting Tony Jones. Right. So is that really that big of a deal if you do it and for have to cut? For the future, though. But then for the future, uh, you I have... I guess you move on from Samaje. I mean... Yeah, and then you have your one, your two, and you have your speed guy. I think it would be bad more so in the... Not the roster construction, but it's what this means for Javon in terms of, like, their diagnosis of him for yeah. the future. It could be. It could be. But it could also be that they say, there's plenty of room for three running backs with Sean Payton. That's like, true. he uses more running backs than... Man. I don't know. Maybe. If Kyle you Shannon, draft there's two a running backs, one of them should be Deuce Vaughn. If you're going the two running back route, just because the upside. If, definitely. Then he's definitely worth the risk. Especially yeah. if he's there in the seventh. You wind up with the seventh because of a trade. So you get Jameer Gibbs mm-hmm. and Deuce Vaughn in this draft. And you have Javante <laughs> Williams. <laughs> that one might be a little bit redundant. <laughs> but, but Deuce Vaughn, is, is he 155? Yeah. Is that the... Cr- Samaj P. Ryan, 240. Samaj oh, P. Yeah. Ryan... Same position as Deuce Vaughn. Almost 100 pounds bigger. Can you... <sighs> like, what other position do you have that? I mean, I guess you get some really big tackles. So, like, you could have, like, a 390-pounder. It would like have to be Mekhi defensive Becton. tackle. Oh, uh, Makai's yeah. 400 pounds almost? I think... Before I th- this offseason. This offseason, he's true. really slimmed. I think going into the combine, what? he, like, lost some weight. But yeah. before that, they're like, he's... I guess 364 was his combine weight. So then, yeah, losing weight. 264, he was probably, you probably don't find. No, defensive tackle, though. You definitely could. If Man, you just you still don't see it, though. There's, like, no, no. 380 defensive pound, defensive tackles. Yep. Dane Brugler also did a seven-round mock draft, and he had Deuce Vaughn in the fifth. Okay. So there okay. is. I mean, which is okay. what you expect. Yeah, yeah. So somewhere in the fourth. Okay. Oh, <laughs> fourth. That's just insane, though. Or so, somewhere on day three. Did I say fourth? Yeah. Yeah. Um, somewhere in day three. But, man, that, that size comparison is just it wild. Is. Speaking of wild sizes, Henry, let's dive into our draft player prospect preview. Yes. Get all the P's in there and talk about someone you call a physical freak. Physical freak. Let's see. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Joe Tippmann. There we go, center. Again, uh, just a massive guy yep. from Wisconsin. That's what really stands out. I think he was a big-time recruit also. How could you not be 6'6", 313? I believe he was um, Mr. Illinois 
uh, football player of the year in high school. Sounds so, yeah. like who they would choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So he was a big time recruit, best yep. football player in the state of Illinois. Played really well. I think probably the number one center in this draft is that John Michael Schmidt sometimes is up there. Um, but but he probably is the top center in the draft. Again, there's some debate. There's even I saw somebody yesterday say like, who are the? It was the top 16 offensive players in the draft. Our guy Steve Avila is in there. Yep. No other centers in there. Wow. And so uh, that might be more based on like current ability um, and not so much draft potential. But there is some debate around the top. And, and that's why you probably see one of these guys fall to the Broncos, at least be an option at 67. Um, I doubt any centers go in the first round. Maybe one in the first 10 picks or so of the second. But even that is probably 50 50. Um, and so Tipman very well could be on the board. Um, I mentioned it in the graphic, the leverage is the, the big concern. You just don't see centers that big because they don't need to be that big. Like usually when you're on the edge, you like to have that length and that yeah. reach and be able to take up a lot of s space. I guess you kind of want to take up space in the middle, but you want to be able to get low and hit guys. And so sometimes, you know, you see the, how tall is Deshaun Williams? Not tall. Not tall. My goodness. Like no. under six foot, maybe? Yes. yes. Like Deshaun Williams going up against a guy who's six foot six. He gets low, <laughs> gets around. He can probably push him back. So there are some issues with some guys like that. Um, those issues you might be more concerned about at the next level because now all of a sudden you're going up against NFL players. Sure, sure. College guy could do it. Then not flip side of that, not as many small defensive linemen in the NFL as there are in college. So that could play out in a couple different ways. Um <sighs> Good, good athlete for sure. Yep. Not the most like bendy type of guy, but I mean, you don't six need foot to be six. A exactly. Six, six, big, strong. Um, I'm not sure if we have, no, I don't have his bench press here, but he, potentially the best, best center in the draft. Yeah. And to me, I do think he's absolutely in that conversation. That's why he's mm -hmm. not going to be there at 67. If he is, yep. what a home run pick for the Broncos right here. We both had center at 67. Mm -hmm. If it's Joe Tipman, that is a great pick. For yep. the Broncos and Henry, I you, you hit it spot on. Oh, yeah, here, can you pull up the graphic again? Because I think the picture that you put for him is just perfect. Yep. The downside of him is look at the way he's playing right here. He he's like hunched. Hunched, yeah, he he's hunched <laughs> over, leaning forward. Uh, mm -hmm. really, the the only downside to him is that sometimes it's just I don't mean lazy in a bad way. Mm -hmm. I just mean like when he's playing. The competition in college he just uses his top half a yeah. little too much but i don't think that's like a chronic problem for mm -hmm. him where he can't use the lower half he just plays top heavy um and as you see there he kind of looks top heavy right yep. there uh is specifically in college that happens when you're six six i think that's something that mm -hmm. uh, he can work on and again i don't think that's like a an issue that's going to kill him in the pros mm -hmm. But he is super smart as well, uh, according to his coaches and everyone. He makes all the calls at the line. That's what the Broncos need. That's what anyone mm -hmm. needs from a center, but especially the Broncos so that he can help Russell Wilson out. He can be uh, in between two vets and really learn the offense quickly and be making the calls and checks at the line of scrimmage. So that is just a huge bonus on top of the physical mm -hmm. features that he has. 6'6", six, six, you're right, Henry. Uh, you don't see 6'6 six, six at center often. No. But to me, it's not something where I'm scared away from him. You just mm -hmm. got to make sure that he works on his leverage uh, a, a lot. But, mm -hmm. man, this would be such a good pick for the Broncos if they can get mm -hmm. him in the third. And the other thing, 
that you kind of worry about with the really big guys is can they get to the second level? Yeah. And that might be what he's best at. Right. It's just like right. sprinting forward, finding a linebacker, finding a safety and just hitting him. Yeah. Again, a little top heavy can use that as like a battering ram when you're out in space against those guys. Right. Um, also, again, like if you're worried about leverage, hopefully he finds his way around the Deshaun Williams because he is the type of guy you want against a six foot six Chris Jones, for example. That's a very good point. And so if you kind of look at that and say, hmm, we really like his matchup against the, the great defensive linemen, we can figure out a way to make it work against the, the guys who aren't as good, just right. to kind of put it bluntly. Either he can beat them, if not, like centers, you typically have help. Right. Like more often than not, yeah, more often than not, you're going to have help with all your blocks. Right. So it's not like it's going to be the end of the world. Um, but the idea of him getting out in space with Quinn Miners right next to him is, and Mike McGlinchey too, all those guys are just so oh, mobile. My goodness, mobile and what a big yes. offensive. Then you start line. throwing powers and bowls in too, and you're just massive. Ben Powers would be your smallest offensive lineman? Not but but biggest by weight. Wow. Yeah. You just simply would not have a small offensive lineman. You wouldn't even have an no. average offensive lineman. No. Yeah, your shortest would be Ben Powers. Yep. But he's also your thickest. And then Mike McGlinchey's your tallest and probably the skinniest. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. What a monster offensive line. The Broncos are mm -hmm. already going to have, but especially if they add a guy that's 6'6, 315. Totally. I mean, that's. If they, I mean, yeah, it would be sick. They, I mean, they that's would a big awesome. tackle, let alone center. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's prototypical tackle size man, it's like what you're looking for man i love it I, and again i don't think his size will hurt him if he's surrounded by the no. right offensive line coach are you worried about russ being short oh man with that line that's a, that's a good question man because he'd have to throw over what garibald is six three six eight six six is garibald's only six three i he might maybe be. six four what do you find? The Broncos have him listed at 6'5". Let's see what the combine six, says. 6'5". Oh, wow. He's just so wide that it's not he the is. height that stands out. Damn. 6'5". That's even crazier. Um, and as Alex says, happy birthday to Lil Jordan Humphrey. Happy birthday to Lil Jordan Humphrey. There's nothing little about Lil Jordan Humphrey. And there's, no, there's nothing not. little about this offensive line. Did you find his combine size? 6'5", 297 oh, with the combine. damn. 34 inch arms. Oh, like, that's goodness. what got him drafted. It's just like, you want to talk physical freaks. Like, Bowles beats Tipman by a mile. By a mile, really? Oh, yeah, but he also just holds everybody. <laughs> wow. So, so that's the downside. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Henry, today there's a little confusion in the office. Uh, some people thought that we were oh, moving yep. our show up to 12 or moving our show back to 1245. Uh, but no, that was actually tomorrow. So the show that's going earlier tomorrow and mm -hmm. so we can flip. Thought they were going at noon today. Uh, and then when I told them, no, 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 we're going at noon. We're the Broncos. Yep. Uh, I didn't say it like that. But they were like, oh, well, do you want to? Uh, they, they were talking to each other. And they're like, oh, well, let's go to Illegal Pete's. I'm like, oh, no, you kidding me? Wow. We'll go later so we can go to Illegal Pete's. Yeah. Because Illegal Pete's is just the absolute best. Whether you want lunch during the week, whether you want dinner on the weekends, whether you want brunch on the weekends, Illegal Pete's is the place to go. They have delicious food, the best queso in town, and on top of that, just the best margs that you're going to find. So mm -hmm. many drinks. They've got full bars at all their locations, plus seriously, the best food yep. that you can have, especially uh, for, for fast casual. Mm -hmm. So check out Illegal Pete's. Get one of their marks to start your weekend off coming up in just a couple days. And we were there last night. Mm. It's like 
it's just so hard not to go there before these playoff games. Yeah. Because you go, and if you have a ticket, I guess a ticket to anything, really. Like, it doesn't even matter what, sports, right. concert, whatever. You get a free marg or beer if yep. you get an entree. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, this one's a five-minute walk from the arena. Yeah. How could you not go get a free marg and so a burrito true. before the game? Especially or after. Margs. Yeah. Yeah. So I... I've, you can do that deal before? Yeah. Oh, That's what we always do. man. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just after. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's definitely. You get the, the Uber to Illegal Pete's and yep. walk over. Yep. It's, yep. Oh, it's so perfect. Basically, it pays for the Uber. Seriously. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, their marks are so good, too. What a great pregame drink, oh, too. It's so good. That, what a great drink in general. It is. Um, if you want another great drink, get a beer from Brackenridge Brewery. Yep. I think I'm coming to the bar tonight for the for the Nuggets game. Let's go. I, I hate to commit to things, and so I kind of <laughs> hate that I'm saying it right now, but. Plan is to come to the bar to the night. Come to the bar tonight. Sounds like you've had a couple. I don't know. It does. Uh, and you know what that means. It means a bunch of Breckenridge beers. Um, I actually haven't had a lot of beers on tap from here recently. So I don't even know what's on tap. It's going to be a big mm, night. Like, you're going to have to try them all. I, I am going to have Maybe to try them all. all. Yeah, I'm really curious. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like I guess Strawberry Sky is always the go-to. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Probably Avalanche Amber Ale, yep. as we have some on the set right now. Actually, for the first Nuggets game at the arena, I got the, uh, oh, I should know what it's called, Palisade Peach. The mm, word Palisade yep. is always tough. It kind of goes with peach, though. Here it does. Yeah. Where Palisade Peaches are from. When you come here and people are like, Palisade Peach, and you're just like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> the word Palisade doesn't always stick it's fair. as well. That's yeah. fair. But yeah, so I mean, I had one of those a couple days ago. I'm not sure. Sure, I guess it's it's more about quantity tonight, and so that means you want something simple. Those yep, sour beers, yep, yep. the vanilla That's porter, true. the heavier beers, probably yep. not tonight. Although, if Michael Porter goes off, then you need the vanilla porter junior. That's true. That's a, you can't go wrong. Really can't you can go wrong. You convince yourself any way that you want to go. Yep. And if you want to try any of these, you can go to breckbrew.com. Use the beer locator. You can find the Broncos Country Pale Ale. You can find all these other beers and. Uh, it's awesome. Jared dropping a horse clock lock wow. in the comments section. A uh, throwback to when Drew was in town. Horse clock? Yeah. You you know what the... T- a lot of I get times the, I know the horse use, cock uh, lock. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say a rooster. What's the clock in reference to? Um, no. Do we need to definitely leave? Definitely not time's up. No. Cock oh, clock. Oh, maybe because those in, guys uh, didn't know the time? No. No, no, no. no. You, you know exactly what it's referring to. How do you not know what it's referring to? The clock? You just said what it is. Oh, yeah. I know horse cock lock. That's what he's referring to. Didn't he say clock? Yes. He, he's using a clock emoji. Yes. A oh. lot of people would use a rooster emoji for it oh. instead. And so it's Oh, so it's like horse, Okay. Uh, rooster lock, cl- cock lock. Yes. 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 Yeah. So he was just censoring it. Okay, censoring yeah. it. Yeah, there's no like you, time reference. But then you took the censor off of it because you just straight out said it. I'll say horse cock lock all day. Oh my god! I used gosh. to say it three times a day. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, too bad Drew isn't here, so you could continue uh, to say it three times a day. I miss him. But speaking of people that we love, on the comment section on the website, we got a few comments that we want to get to. The count says, "Will someone please tell Jerry to suck it up?" 
buy out his jersey stock and donate the old threads <laughs> to charity and stop whining on Twitter. He's been chill on the Bird app for a while, but he's ruining it now. Love the count. <laughs> yeah, here, would you pull up Jerry Judy's uh, in, uh, Twitter right now, please? Uh, I've only seen one thing that Jerry's posted. Has he been posting a couple of things about this? I think he said, I think there were two tweets. Okay. But they were basically just that, like, I want to change numbers. I'm not going to pay that much. Damn. So the rule with the rule is with the NFL, you mm-hmm. can change your number as long as you buy all of the like unsold jerseys with your old number that are out there, right? Isn't that yep. it? So like all the jerseys that are in the team yep. or all the jerseys that have been made for NFL.com uh, or NFLshop.com, you've got to go buy those and then you can change your jersey. And so Jerry has gone on Twitter um, and said, yeah, here, read those for me. Uh, I want to, I want that number four back so bad, but I ain't paying. <laughs> then CD Lamb's like, come, uh, come out of pocket slime, laughing emoji. You know, they crack, they crack, they cracking over the head. And Jerry Judy said, can't pay that much for no number. They got it. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Oh, I love you here reading tweets. <laughs> I mean, my new favorite thing now. Uh, yeah. We got to get him reading more <laughs> tweets for sure. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I wish that he could just pay the money to do it. Yeah. He, his, he's bringing home like 2.6 million in cash this year. Okay. There's a good chance he's got to pay a million to buy all those jerseys. No. You think they've made that many Jerry Judy jerseys? I mean, that'd be 10,000 jerseys at $100 each. And they're probably more than 100. You don't think the NFL like gives you a discount as a player to uh, pay just like... I don't know if he gets that discount. Oh my God. So the NFL wants to profit off him. I mean, that doesn't shock me. No, but that's so shitty. And maybe it's not even if it's five hundred thousand, that's twenty five percent. No, of I mean that that's, your yearly yes, earnings. I'm not paying that as well. No, if and someone's so it's like Zach, if you want to uh, wear that shirt that you wore yesterday again, you're gonna have to mm-hmm. give up uh, a quarter of your salary. I'd say, nah, I'm good nope. not wearing that shirt again. No, nope. you probably go short shirtless instead. <laughs> I, I definitely would to <laughs> save twenty five percent of my annual pay. Yes, uh, so. <laughs> In similar news, Garrett Wilson, who is number five at Ohio State, wants to change from 17 back to his number five. And he said, I'm going to wear this 17 this year and then number five next year. So I wonder if that's saying, like, we're going to get all these jerseys sold so in the future I can change. Why wouldn't wouldn't Jerry do that then? If he doesn't want to pay, if that's a way to... uh, uh, maneuver pay or and there we go there's the illegal pete's brought wow. into the studio wow. man we should have pushed the pod back and we should have <laughs> <sighs> um maybe that is the way to do it probably is, and, and maybe the downside to that is because G- players do make money when their jerseys are sold true unless they have to buy them but then if they're buying them do they still make like they a probably percentage get their of cut that? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i guess maybe that's their only discount uh-huh. um but if they, uh, so I guess that would be the downside is if he says, stop selling my 10 jerseys yep. so that we can sell them all out this year, then he just wouldn't get that pay, but it would be a lot better value in the end. Also, you have yep. to imagine a lot of people would want his number four jer- jersey, probably even some Alabama fans that wouldn't be Definitely. buying his 10 jersey. They'd want his four jersey. Definitely. No, four would be a great number. I'm not, I wonder what he'd have to pay. I'm sure he's asked. Let's ask him the next time we yeah, talk to him. Because, yeah, I'm sure he's asked. Definitely. There's a reason he's saying I'm not paying that. Yeah. 
which who knows the next time that we get to talk to Jerry Judy. Yeah. Maybe training camp. It, crazy enough. I know. That um, would really we'll, suck. We'll, we'll, we'll do our best there. But, uh, you know, I hope he, if he wants four, I hope he gets it. And if he doesn't want to pay, mm. I hope there's a way he can do it for next year. So when Dalvin Cook wanted to change his number, so that was for 2021. So we wound up changing it for 2022. Okay. His cost for 2021 was $1.5 million. And he didn't do that. No, he didn't. Do you he know did. if he had to pay it all? The uh, I'm sure he did, but I would imagine that it would. They they probably found a way to make it cheaper. Like said, like don't keep making more because I'm going to change Damn. or something. Like, if Garrett Wilson's doing this now, I'd assume that Dalvin Cook did something similar. It would have cost him 1.2 mil. Yep. Yeah, Jerry, don't do that. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't Just do that. have a different number. Wow. Adrian Peterson wanted to change his number in 2012. From twenty eight to twenty three. Oh God, one million. Yeah, which again with inflation is kind of insane. Whew. Yeah, that that really is. Um, is this something that the Walton Penners that the ownership group could pay for, or would that Ooh. be like a salary cap infringement by paying a player off to the side? I mean, why couldn't they just say, "We're not going. We're not like paying him extra. We're just going to take that fee." Yeah, that would be a dope thing. Seems like you should be allowed ownership. to do that. It would be that that, that like really a wealthy owner would be able to do. That would be awesome. And it's just a little bonus thing. It would be that Man. number four would be awesome. And then Man. you say like, hey, we've got we got all these number ten jerseys now. Like, we're gonna donate them to. Yep, yep, yep. Like every kid in Denver gets a number ten jersey. Right, right. And I mean that that's kind of what the count's saying. Do, yeah. Don't <laughs> donate it. That would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be good PR. It'd be it'd be really good PR. Man, I like that. Also, if let's say Jerry. Hasn't liked all the trade rumors over this yeah. past year, and he's a little upset with the organization. Yeah. What a way to kind of get on his side. Jerry, that would be you wanna, good. You want to change four? And we're going to show our commitment to you. We're just going to pay the $1 million fee for you to change your jersey. Yeah. Man. It makes sense. Man. Uh, maybe we're on to something. We got to talk to Jerry about it. And last comment from Nash Bronco says, My boys, me thinks RK is away scouting a new all-city location, but it's none of my business. Shoot. For a bit of optimism today, do you guys realize the Rams don't have a kicker or punter on their roster? They're stuck with an off-injured backfield and quarterback, a shaky defense that has lost a lot of talent recently, and are officially paying their dues for that Super Bowl win. Is this just the cycle for everyone except Hank's team after they win a Super Bowl? Wow. <laughs> um, no. Don't say that. I mean, what it boils down to is, do you have a long-term franchise quarterback? If so, then no, this doesn't happen mm -hmm. to you. If you don't, then yes, it does happen to you. Matthew Stafford um, is, when healthy, he's a franchise quarterback, but he wasn't even healthy during their Super Bowl run year. He just was able to keep it yep. together uh, and keep his body together for that run. Then his body completely fell apart last year. His body yep. may not ever be back to where it is. And then then they're really toast. Mm -hmm. uh, and they went all in more than typically teams do. The Broncos, obviously, after Peyton, they no longer had their franchise quarterback. The Patriots, when they were so good, because they had Tom Brady. They had their long-term mm -hmm. franchise quarterback. So that's really what it boils down to. Yep. Again, like it's not even just you need him to be a franchise quarterback. It's you need him to be able to carry a terrible roster. Like, and again, who has done that? Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Nobody else ever has been able to do that. Matt Stafford, there was no chance that they were going to be any good once they had to start getting rid of all those pro bowlers. Man, the Rams are... If Matthew Stafford's not healthy, they oh. are Cooper Cup yeah. and Aaron Donald. And even if he is healthy, and it's like it. what? Uh, NFC sucks. He's a pro bowler in the NFC. But 
Like, AFC is not close to a pro bowler if he's at his best. Man, with their offensive line, though, Matthew Stafford is not a guy that can no. handle pressure, and that could be really tough for him. They are screwed. It's insane, though. They have, like, two of the best players in the NFL, Yeah, and that's it. Exactly. And that's Cooper it. Cup, I mean, I guess he was mostly just hurt. I don't think he was bad when he was healthy. Um, last year, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I yeah. think he was just hurt. Yeah, I think so, too. But he's also, what, only 29. I thought he'd be older than that by now. Wow, and Aaron Donald's like, hey, they're paying me $30 million. I'm I guess I won't retire. I'm going to stick around for one yeah. more year, get some more stats, and uh, yeah. be a first ballot Hall of Famer with an extra $30 million in my pocket. Yeah, I'm, they'll keep keep him around. I guess when he's gone, they'll have $30 million, Yeah, which pays the bill. Right. Like, then all of a sudden, they're back to kind of right. even. Right, right. So that's not even that great. But you, they don't want to get rid of him now because then they just have Cooper Cup and that's it. Then you can't sell the team for anything. Like you can't sell yeah. fans on anything about the there team. There is like they they have nothing. Ooh, like so, I it mean, is crazy. Some people think that the Broncos are in a tough position and understandably so mm-hmm. if if you think that, but there are teams that are in way worse position. Yeah. Like the rest of that defensive line, Jonah Williams and Marquise Copeland, linebackers yeah. in the three four, Michael Hoke. Christian Roseboom, Ernest Jones, and Keir Thomas. Yeah. Secondaries, Darian Kendrick, Jordan Fuller, Russ Yeast, Robert Rochelle, and Kobe Durant. I mean, the receivers, like, they've got Cooper Cup, and they've got Van Jefferson and Van Skoranek. Yeah. Which turns that overall into, like, a, sure, that's fine. <laughs> right, that's, right. We'll take that as an average receiver group. Broncos wouldn't trade places with them. Think about the play. Wait, where's Leonard Floyd? Is he still there? Or did no. they move on from him this year? I think they did. Um, just think about the players that they've lost in the past. Still four, a free agent. 14 months. Leonard Floyd, really good player. Yeah. Von Miller, future Hall of Famer. Uh, 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 why Alan can't Robinson? Think? Alan, Alan no. Robinson yesterday. Um, <laughs> why can't I think of the middle linebacker? Bobby Wagner, oh, yep. and Hall of Famer. Yep. And Hall of Fame cornerback Jalen yep. Ramsey. I mean, if we're talking about they've lost like yep. three Hall of Famers plus like a pro mm-hmm. bowler in Leonard Floyd uh, and apparently Henry's favorite receiver, Alan Robinson. That guy's terrible. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> wants to say, well, no, he's always had bad quarterbacks. It's like, well, yeah, but he's been bad. Like, I mean, look, look what Cooper Cup did with the exact same quarterback. Exactly. Like that, yeah. Cooper Cup's the best receiver in the NFL when he's healthy. Like it's been nine years of excuses, eight years. Eight years or nine years? I think nine years of excuses for Allen Robinson. Oh, it's it's so there, there's a couple of receivers like yeah. that, and I feel like they three thousand yard seasons. Okay, I, I mean that that's that's good in um, nine years. Yeah, that's like, true yeah. For, for how good he's supposed to be. But just just think about that. How devastating was it for the Broncos and Broncos fans when they lost Von Miller? And that was one Hall of Famer. Yeah. Imagine losing all of these guys. Just yeah. What a bad position. That's crazy. The Rams are in. Jeez, but good thing we're not covering a mess like that. We're covering the Broncos. Our own mess. Hopefully, it's not as much <laughs> of a mess this year. We'll fit. We'll, we'll talk to the the leaders of yep. that tomorrow. Stay tuned to Henry's Twitter account, to my Twitter account, to DNVR Broncos Broncos press conference at noon tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we're going to be going live shortly after twelve forty-five. So make sure to stay tuned tomorrow when it's going to be an action-packed day. But until then. Have a great hump day. We'll see you on the flip side.